Hey, Hero Maker. Before we start the show, I want to tell you about the UK's fastest growing business podcast, Nudge. It's hosted by Phil Agnew and is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals just like you. Have you ever noticed how the smallest changes have the biggest impact? On Nudge, you'll learn simple evidence-backed tips that help you kick bad habits, get a raise, and grow a business. Every bite-sized 20-minute show comes packed with practical advice from admired entrepreneurs and behavioral scientists. Nudge is fast-paced, but still insightful with real-world examples that you can apply. Here's a great episode you could start with. Can money buy happiness? In this episode, Phil digs into the psychology behind money, covering why scarcity beats abundance, learning if experiences really do trump material items you can buy, and determining what's the best thing to spend money on to increase your happiness. So listen to Nudge wherever you get your podcasts. In life, we face challenges, and some of those challenges are what we refer to as problems to solve, meaning there's a right answer or a best answer. You pick the answer and you're done. So in marketing, what font should we use? What color palette? What social platform should we really focus on? Those are problems to solve. Here's the thing though, in life and certainly in marketing, there's also what I refer to as tensions to manage, which means it's not about picking one side. Instead, it's almost like wrestling with what feel like competing or conflicting values. And yet you've got to pick both because picking the one side and neglecting the others, the worst thing you could do. There are a few absolutely make it or break it tensions that smart marketers keep their eye on and they make sure they're managed in a very healthy way. I'm about to start the show. Hello, Hero Maker. Welcome to the Marketing Made Simple podcast powered by StoryBrand and brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, where we believe your marketing should be easy and it should work. I am your host, Dr. JJ Peterson, and I am joined by my co-host, April Sunshine Hawkins. Hi, April. Hey, JJ. And hey, Hero Maker. April, rapid fire questions. Ooh, okay. Beach or mountains? Uh, beach? Yes, you have to choose. Okay. National parks or big cities? Ooh, oh my gosh, this is so hard. Uh, National parks. Hot or cold? <laughs> Hot, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> sunrise or sunset? Oh, sunset, people. Uh, your grandma's tea cakes or molten lava cake from Chili's? No, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it again. <laughs> grandma's tea cakes, your grandma's tea cakes, because I know you love them, or molten lava cake from Chili's? This is too hard of a choice. <laughs> I love both of these things so much for different reasons. You have to choose. Oh, no. Well, it's going to have to be my granny's tea cakes because the nostalgia yeah. also you know, is comes into play. But I mean, nostalgia with chili small lava cake <laughs> as well. I mean, that was my favorite dessert in high school. You're just going, getting a burg, you know, getting a nice tasty burger and then the molten lava cake with the ice cream that has the shell, you know, they have, oh, the, yeah. they have the chocolate shell on top. Mm -hmm. You break with the spoon and then it's all moist in the middle and other molten lava cakes that are, that are, that are expensive. I don't want them. Yeah, you want, want the chilies. chilies. So wait, are you changing your answer then? No. Because you have to choose one. No, I don't want to choose one is what I'm saying. <laughs> 
JJ, don't make me pick. Why do I have to pick? <laughs> what we should have done is almost make this like the newlywed game in that I could have answered every single one of these for you. Of because course you could. <laughs> I would have. An eye for you, probably. I, yes, exactly. You can literally, <laughs> I, every one of those, because where you're hot, I'm cold. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. You're national parks, I'm big cities. Yep. Like we really would have got through the whole thing. And then I knew that if I presented you with your two favorite desserts, which I know these are your two favorite, <laughs> that you would not be able to pick and you would say both. <laughs> <laughs> You know me so well, JJ. But also, I mean, it's so hard to pick. Yeah. All of these things, because there are benefits really to both. There are. And it's funny because I think we live in a world, or I don't know if this is just the way our mind works, but that these kind of extreme dichotomies are where we have to pick one extreme or another actually in some ways is easier than trying to find a middle ground, right? Like it's much easier to imagine either a beach or a mountain and then kind of saying, I have to pick one of those. Like the black and whiteness of that choice in some ways makes, it feels like it makes life easier. And so not just with like questions like this, but so much in our life, we feel like we have to choose one or the other. And if I'm most honest, like when I get the question, beach or mountains, I don't want to have to choose. And in fact, I believe when I can combine both of those things and it's an and instead of an or, it's actually even better. I think a lot of people can get stuck like with vacation planning and going, well, I have to choose either beach or mountain. And if if there isn't the perfect scenario that does this into this and you have one person that prefers the beach over the mountain, it is really difficult and and you can become gridlocked into trying to figure out, well, which one of these do we pick and do we move forward with? And this is something that happens a lot in leadership and as you're running your business. It absolutely does. Because I think as a leader, sometimes like here's an example, you have to feel like, okay, I either need to be a strict boss that follows procedure and makes people like follow the rules, or I need to be a boss who is about grace and kind of being caring about everybody's emotions. And we know that being the extreme on one of those two things isn't going to work for a leader. You have to find a balance where you actually keep people accountable with processes, but also, so and instead of or, and care for people as human beings. And I think when we can find that balance where we can think of things in terms of and instead of or that we can actually be stronger leaders in the workplace. So Hero Maker, today we're bringing on one of our favorite people. Favorite people, like just people. in general, in the world. Yes, <laughs> in the entire universe. <laughs> he runs a company called Leaders for Leaders. His name is Tim Arnold. We've worked directly with him I mean, so many different workshops. He used to come to Nashville and be a part of our story brand workshops here. And I've learned so much from him in this area of really not leaning into either or thinking, but embracing the power of the and. And specifically today, we want him to talk to places that we might get stuck, that you might get stuck, that we've seen a lot of people get stuck in their marketing efforts, we're going to talk specifically about the healthy tension between empathy and authority. 
We're going to talk about the healthy tension between failure and success and how to weave those elements into your marketing materials. And then the healthy tension between being creative and being clear. So you're going to love this interview with one of our favorite people and obviously a huge marketing crush, Tim Arnold. I am so excited that you are here to talk to our hero makers today because your work has been so impactful in my life. I have learned to manage healthy tensions instead of having my black or white thinking that I really, really love. Because black or white thinking, of course, growing up, just it made sense to me. It was easy. It was easy to put things in two different categories. So I need you to give our hero maker a quick healthy tensions crash course. What do they need to know before we jump in to talk about how this applies to marketing? Well, first of all, I can't think of a more exciting way to spend my morning than to have this conversation with you. So thanks for the invitation. Um, You know, at the end of the day, I would say this. In life, we face challenges, and some of those challenges are what we refer to as problems to solve, meaning there's a right answer or a best answer. You pick the answer and you're done. So in marketing, what font should we use? What color palette? What social platform should we really focus on? Those are problems to solve. Here's the thing, though. In life, and certainly in marketing, there's also what I refer to as tensions to manage, which means it's not about picking one side. Instead, it's almost like wrestling with what feel like competing or conflicting values. And yet you've got to pick both because picking the one side and neglecting the other is the worst thing you could do. April, I deal with this a lot in leadership development. So, you know, you hear leaders say things like, oh, should we embrace change or should we preserve stability and what's working? Well, the answer is yes. You know, should I be a communicator who's clear and truthful or should I be tactful and diplomatic? The answer is yes. Uh, lately, a lot of conversations around, should we really focus on relationships in our team or should we just let people work independently and get things done? Well, of course you should. (laughs) These are both and situations. And here's the thing. I'm going to give you an example, April, just for a minute. When I say go, I want you to inhale as long as you can. All right. So one, two, three, inhale and keep inhaling. All right, let it out. I can see what's happening here. You're not healthy. And I mean, breathing is a great example of attention to manage. You can't wake up in the morning and say, Tim, it's an inhale day today. Well, you could, <laughs> but you'd end up like you just were blue in the face. And what's interesting, April, is if we treat tensions to manage as if they were problems to solve, we just pick one side, you'll end up blue in the face. And this is true in marketing as well. There are a few absolutely make it or break it tensions that smart marketers keep their eye on and they make sure they're managed in a very healthy way. Okay, so fabulous. So Hero Maker, uh, if you inhaled with me, please, uh, like Tim said, exhale. (laughs) We need to be breathing. We need the both and. And that's going to happen in your leadership, but we are focusing today specifically on marketing and in some specific areas of the brand script, right? So I want everybody to go in their mind, you know, let's talk about the story. We've got our hero. We figured out who they want to be in the world, their identity transformation. You know, we're kind of calling that out. 
We're then identifying what they want in the world. Then we talk about their problems. And then we get to the guide space. And then, Tim, there are two things in this guide space that our hero makers have to define. And I think that sometimes people lean more one way than the other. And those two things, of course, are empathy and authority. So, hero maker, I want you to kind of think about in your mind, do I typically, whenever I'm creating marketing materials, is it easier for me to lean more to empathy or lean more into authority? Or how do I manage the tension of bringing both of those into the story? So Tim, would love your insights in managing this tension between both of these concepts. Yeah, that's actually top of my list, April. I think there's three tensions to manage. And the first one is as a guide, as you know, I'm communicating to my potential customer, who's really the hero, am I being both empathetic and am I demonstrating authority? And you know, if you've been around StoryBrand for a while, you know, empathy is that ability to say, I get it, I understand. You know, at the end of the day, folks are looking for a guide who gets them. And the, the hope there is, you know, sometimes as, as empathy, you can communicate you know, in ways where we've been there, we've been through this. Sometimes you can't, but you can say things like, hey, I work with folks that have this challenge every day. And the goal of empathy is folks feel like out of all the options I have, that company, that consultant, that organization gets me. I'm going to go that way. So empathy is critical. But here's the thing. If you overfocus on empathy and you neglect authority, you're in trouble. You know, I've heard the, the joke before that if I'm looking for a personal trainer and I'm kind of meeting up with a potential trainer and I'm like, okay, here's my goal. I need to lose 20 pounds. And they say, oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> they can empathize with me, but they're not my trainer. I need to know that they have authority, that they've actually been through this, but they've won in the end. So authority is the kind of exhale to the empathy inhale. Authority is saying, hey, we've got experience. We can help you. This is that ability for your client to say, they're the winner. I can help that. They can, they can help me win. Um, so the authority piece is absolutely huge. Empathy and authority. Here's the thing, though. If I'm all authority without empathy, now it's all about me. Mm -hmm. Now I'm the hero. My brand's the hero. And people tune that out just like that. And I know that that is really a lot of people kind of get scared. <laughs> scared is probably a, a little too far, but they get worried trying to be like, okay, I know that my customer is supposed to be the hero, but how do I talk about myself? Like, where's that line? Yeah. Like, how can I get up to the, I am a strong leader in this field. You can trust me. You can follow me. Here's my authority without crossing that line into hero territory. Well, what's interesting, April, is managing tensions isn't about balance. It's not about meeting in the middle and having 50-50. I know when I'm communicating my speaking and my workshops, I actually am more weighted on empathy, but there's got to be enough authority so you're getting those values out there. So it's just saying, not do I have equal amounts, but do I have enough of each to be both empathetic and let people know they can and should trust me? Yeah. And... 
And I think that knowing your model and, you know, seeing your graphic in my head, which Hero Maker will do a, a show notes link, you know, to to Tim's materials and things like that. But, you know, thinking about those positive results and getting positive results from both including empathy and authority rather than leaving either of those out of the equation is really what we're striving for. Absolutely. It's time to get out of spreadsheets. With HubSpot CRM, get real-time data at your fingertips so your team stay in sync across the customer journey. Build better content, generate more conversations, and get the context you need to create amazing experiences for your teams and your customers at scale, all from one powerful platform. It's why more than 150,000 companies use HubSpot CRM to run their business better. Plus, HubSpot's user-friendly interface sets you up for success from day one, so you can spend less time managing software and spreadsheets and more time on what matters, your customers. There's no better time to get organized. Learn how HubSpot can help your business grow better and get a special offer of 20% off on eligible plans at HubSpot.com MMS. And now, back to the show. All right, Tim, hit us up with the second tension to manage. The next tension is, um, it's actually in the StoryBrand framework, the last element. We call it the stakes. And that means that you've got to communicate both success and failure. Now, interestingly enough, I believe this is one where you probably want to be weighted more on success. You know, I would say in my marketing and communications, I'm strongly weighted towards success, testimonials, pictures of smiley and happy people. I mean, you want folks to feel like, ah, that's what I want. You want to create a picture of success. You also, though, need a little bit of failure. And it's about this is what will happen if you choose not to move forward in solving your problem. If you don't choose to kind of move forward and let us guide you, here's what could happen. If I don't see success, I'm probably not going to keep scrolling or I'm not going to respond to your call to action. I want to see a picture of what my life could look and feel like once my problem has been solved, once your service or your product has solved that problem. So you can't overdo that, but you need a little bit of failure to remind me. Here, here's the thing. I don't know about you, April, but there's lots of problems in my life that I'm aware of, but I choose not to solve relationships that mm, they need some work, or maybe it's that extra five pounds. And you know why? Because I got a lot going on. So for me to choose to solve a problem means that I have to recognize the stakes of not solving it are too great. And what you need to do through your marketing communication is that one line of copy, or maybe a really clever picture that lets someone know, if you choose not to move forward, this is, this is potential. And I don't want that for you. So of course, again, it's attention to manage. And if it's all failure all the time, people tune out. That's just bumming me out. So you just need a dash of failure. But at the end of the day, whether it's an e-blast that I'm working on, a homepage of my new website, I'm always assessing first and foremost, is there lots of success, pictures, testimonial, copy? And is there that dash of failure? Is there the stakes where feel, folks know, oh no, I need to deal with this problem. I need to move forward with this service or this product. 
we see this all the time when we're coaching people, when we when we're in a live workshop scenario, when I'm in a private workshop scenario, people they just like to stay in that happy place. They like to focus on the success because that's why they got into business in the first place. It's what gives them value in their life is making people's lives better. And so I think failure is just one of those pieces that is just a little more difficult for people to sprinkle in. And you're saying it's this tension to manage. It's just like the inhale and the exhale. You need both failure and success in order for this message to be really um, apparent to the person who is reading it. Okay. So, so you walked us, you know, we went from the guide space, you know, there's the plan, there's the call to action. You kind of took us to the end of the story with our tension to manage. Now hit us with a third tension, which is kind of an overarching tension that we're always trying to manage when we are using the story brand framework. Yeah, it's interesting because it's one that we probably talk about at StoryBrand the most, and that is the need for clarity. And, you know, when I look at folks' websites and hear competitors and even organizations that I'm reaching out to, often the clarity isn't there. In StoryBrand, if you work through the StoryBrand framework, you oh, your outcome is clarity and you can be clear and creative. You know, often I've heard Donald Miller and I think you, April, say, you know, at the end of the day, you know, clarity trumps clever or cute. And I agree with that. I think at the end of the day, clarity matters the most, but those two things can live together. You can actually start with an incredibly clear message and then say, okay, how do we bring this to the world in a creative way, in a, in a really clever way, not to the neglect of clarity. And that's again, the tension to manage. I'm always gonna hold on to that clarity now what I get to do is have fun with it and bring it to life in some really creative, clever ways. And, you know, I would say, again, I probably am focusing the most on clarity, but then you integrate more and more creativity. And I mean, when you look at the, the campaigns, the organizations um, that really, really stand out in your mind, I would say at least nine times out of 10, they have been absolutely clear, but they're also pretty creative. You know, they're, they're having some fun with it. Um, so that would be the last one. Empathy and authority is, I think, as a guide, how you want to come across, your organization wants to come across. Uh, the second is making sure that in your marketing and communication, you've got tons of success. You also have some failure, though. And it's what will happen if someone chooses not to move forward with you. And then finally, when you're assessing your next email or your website or a pitch you're doing to a group of clients, First of all, am I clear and am I creative? And both of those things can be true. And when they do come together, again, you're breathing in a healthy way. Your marketing is actually vibrant and, and full of life. All right, Tim. So you've laid out these healthy tensions that we're going to manage as marketers, as people who are tellers of the story, right? And the inviters of our heroes into the story. And so are there any practical things that you want to share with our hero makers today so that they can think through, okay, well, how do I tactically, practically put this into my, my own ecosystem for creating content? 
Absolutely. There'd be three things that I would encourage every listener to do. First of all, have those three tensions something that you refer to often. I mean, put those in the show notes, April, cut and paste them from the show notes, maybe throw them on a post-it note on your monitor or in your marketing strategy folder so that when you're working on communicating and marketing, you're, you're always going back to, is empathy and authority there? Is there success and failure? Is this both clear and creative? So there's a bit of relief in seeing them. So keep them visual, keep them top of mind. The next thing, April, is I would encourage each person to be mindful of their bias. So for example, in creative and clear, I bias on creative. And that's not a bad thing. That actually allows me to come up with great ideas. But what I need to do is recognize I got to push myself on the clarity and better yet, April, I need a team member or a colleague or a friend who's on that bias to be my check and balance. You know, I'll come up with this amazing new idea for a, uh, a workshop and, you know, I'm talking about how we're going to promote it. And my colleague who I've worked with for years, who's very much a clarity person says, Tim, that's fine. I have no idea what you're saying. You know, I need that pushback. Don't surround yourself by colleagues who have your bias Find the one that's on the other side. If you're all about success, find someone that can bring that picture of failure. And the last thing I would say is just be okay with discomfort. You know, uh, author Susan David said, discomfort is the price of admission to a meaningful life. And you won't solve these tensions. They're always going to be there which means it's a bit uncomfortable. You'd say, well, just give me the solution. Well, it's not there. But the more you can wrestle with these tensions in a healthy way and say, no, 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 we're not gonna solve these, but we're gonna continue to make sure we manage these tensions well, the more that your marketing and communication will stand out from the pack. All right, so Hero Maker, put these somewhere you can see them, keep them top of mind, You know, get a post-it note and just write them out from the show notes, and then, like when you feel that discomfort, just take a deep breath and re remind yourself, hey, this is both hand. This is inhale and exhale. It doesn't have to be just one or the other. We want to get the positive effects and the positive results of having both of these things in our life and in our marketing at the same time. We do want you to be clear. <laughs> I mean, let me be clear, everyone. <laughs> we want <laughs> you to strive for clarity. That is one of the greatest things people gain whenever they're using the story brand framework. But we also want those positive results that come along with being creative and having fun and, and making it a story that isn't bland, but is something that is Oh, yes, that's exactly me. And you've done it in a fun or in a creative way that makes me go, oh, I, I have never seen myself in a story more than than the way that you've just creatively done it for me. So Tim Arnold, thank you for this masterclass in healthy tensions. Uh, where can people find you? Like what, you know, what, what are you doing online? How can we support you? Because you are one of our marketing crushes. Uh, how can our hero makers learn more about healthy tensions, specifically in leadership? Oh, that's uh, appreciate you asking that. 
I think the easiest way, whether you want to look into um, getting a, a really easy resource, my book on healthy tension, um, or maybe reach out to me um, to support you in other ways, keynotes or workshops, just go to Tim Arnold, not Tim Allen, not Tom Arnold, but Tim Arnold dot ca i'm from canada so it's not com tim arnold dot ca thanks april yeah of course tim well thank you so much for sharing your time with us today reminding us that we do not have to be polarized in our marketing we can include so many different elements and experience those positive effects so hero maker uh let's all take a deep breath in and out Wow, Hero Maker, I know you just got so much value from Tim Arnold. I mean, he just reminded me that I often lean into either or thinking. I make things black and white. I have to choose one or the other. And when I can figure out how to bring two different extremes together and think more in terms of and, it's going to not only be so much more valuable for me, but so much more valuable for my customers. Love that so much. And if you are stuck trying to figure out how to apply this thinking specifically from the StoryBrand framework into your marketing, you can hire a StoryBrand certified guide. They will actually help you find that balance in your marketing of empathy and authority success and failure, creativity and clarity. Just go to marketingmadesimple.com to hire a guide that will show you how to clarify your message and create marketing that works. All right, Hero Maker, it's time to apply everything you learned with this week's actionable step, a practical step from today's conversation you can immediately use to shape your marketing and clarify your message. In our show notes, we actually have a PDF for you that has the three tensions that Tim talked about today that you can print out and have in front of you while you are creating marketing. The three tensions, just as a reminder that you just heard, are the idea that so often we struggle with trying to find balance in our marketing with our empathy and our authority with talking about our customers' success, but also addressing our customers' failure in their story. Tim also talked about, and this one for me is so huge, of talking about how to find a balance and hold that tension between creativity and clarity. On that PDF, we have listed those so that you can have those. Once you print that out, you can have those in front of you anytime you are getting ready to create a website, social media campaign, emails, any marketing that you're putting out there, you can hold those in front of you and be aware of them at all times. If you don't print it out, you can also just write those down on a sticky note, but you want to have these in front of you. That is your actionable step. Take these and have them in front of you when you are creating marketing. Because like Tim said, we all have bias that we need to be aware of. So when we have this sheet in front of us and we are starting to be a little bit leaning towards the bias towards creativity, we need to stop and say, am I also being clear? If we are talking way too much about the negative consequences our customers are going to experience if they don't buy our product, meaning we're talking too much about their failure, we also then have to recognize that's a bias and we have to add more success. When you can allow both of these extremes to be in tension with each other instead of being 
opposites of each other. Your marketing is going to not only be more effective, but you are going to connect more with your customers and have a more compelling story that invites your customer in to do business with you. So print these out or write them down, have them in front of you at all times so you can create a more compelling story to connect with more customers so you can ultimately solve their problem and offer them more value. Everything we talk about is always about giving your customer more value, solving their problem and making them a hero. That's why we call you Hero Maker. Well, that's all for this week's episode of Marketing Made Simple. Thank you so much for listening and believing like us that your marketing should be easy and it should work. Follow Marketing Made Simple wherever you listen to podcasts and don't forget to rate and review the show, letting us know how these tips are clarifying your message and growing your business. We'll see you next week. Go!